Welcome to Abiding Life Studios. Be sure to check out our unique self-test, available in our app on iOS and Android, and on our website at abidinglife.com. Take the test today and find out how God uniquely made you. Share your results with anyone, along with the capability of purchasing and gifting tests. And remember to check out our YouTube channel at Abiding Life Ministries International to watch Michael Wells' training videos, including basic seminar, expanded seminar, counselor lecture training, podcasts, and more. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today I have with me Shay Wells. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and I have Steve Reinhardt. Hey, Noah. Hi, Shay. Hi, Good Steve. to be with you guys. Yeah, great to be you. Great to see you. Yeah, it's great. Great to be here. You know, I got something in the mail here this last week. And maybe some of the people that are listening or watching got this too. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. Yeah. So I'm familiar. For those of you who don't have a video, he's holding up the newest booklet, The Lies We Wear, which is now available on the website. Yeah, and I've I've gone through it. I really like it. It's super helpful uh, to do the exercises in it for me. It's got a little awkward because it's designed to do them for other people, but if you, you you can use it for yourself and it's super helpful uh and i and i and i'm really excited because uh as i was looking through it i thought i uh, thought came to my mind i'm probably wrong uh, but i don't think so it's like this is the first new piece of of, of material mm. uh, that's come out of abiding life in a long time like many years hannah yeah. hannah did the study guide uh but that was on existing material and so yeah. i really think like this is a this is a new way of looking at things a new piece of material and i just um i really admire you guys uh both of you and tim for putting the effort and time and getting this out to uh, to help us people us us christians so <laughs> well, thank, thanks for doing that well you're welcome yeah and we're we're working on another booklet right now it's uh one of my dad's diagrams one of many, but yeah, it is, it is funny how hard it is to make it simple, you know, like we're working on this one diagram now and it's like, I could, Shay and I were talking about this. It's so easy to like, just sit down and do it with someone, but then it's a whole nother ball game to then write it down page by page on how to tell someone else to go through with it and then do it as simple as possible. So and someone who's never seen the diagram before. Like yeah. If you were to just pick this up, could you go through? Could you go through no with somebody else? Yeah. That's our yeah. biggest goal is to create tools and resources for you to just pick up and use and help other people with or help yourself with. And that's actually a lot of the feedback that we've gotten back so far um, because all of our supporters have gotten a copy um, is that. A lot of them are going through it just as they get it and going, oh my gosh, I'm getting so much out of this mm -hmm. without even having even sitting, sat down with anybody yet and has, have gotten something out of it. So, yeah. Yeah. That was my experience too. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad it it's, it's fun when you actually do it and then it actually worked. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, oh, it actually it worked. So we're good. One down. Uh, yeah. That's one of your gifts of, of being able to take something that's, kind of complicated and deep and mm. simplify it for the rest of us to to make it and put it in a way that's understandable so that's yeah you know, really, i'm really grateful for you doing that 
Well, thank you for the compliment. You are welcome. <laughs> I will receive it. And I, and, I, and I'm so glad you received it. That's great. Yep. I cringed a little bit, but I did receive it. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought I saw you on the back of your head. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's great. I'm, I'm, I really am grateful. And, and so, and so today, today we've been talking about, you know, what do we want to do on a podcast? And we want to talk about probably one of the areas where I am weakest and have the least amount of experience. Uh, and that's pr the area of prayer. Mm. And so like, what's your, what is your guys take on maybe how, how you pray and what's the role of prayer in us as a Christians and, uh, you know, the, the guy that um, in the devotional I've been reading, like that was like probably one of his check marks of somebody who's a backslider, you know, if you're mm. not spending consistent time praying. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's like probably raised, raised my eyebrows a little bit because um, I'm, so I'm just wondering, like, what is it for you guys? Like, what, how's, what, what role does prayer play? in your life and and maybe what is prayer to you guys yeah uh i think it's a good question and i it's probably i bet a lot of people have different uh, opinions on what it is i know a while ago shay and i were talking about this and shay was just saying she was kind of feeling that way of like i think i'm a terrible christian because i don't pray <laughs> and i said well okay let's let's dive into that a little bit more like what is prayer to you and she goes well i think prayer to me is like sitting down then praying you know praying to somebody and you know praying for someone i guess and praying for myself praying for this and that and i said okay well what do you do she goes well i talk to god a lot and to me i said well to me that's prayer like yeah. you know actually speaking to god and having a relationship with him to me is prayer you're keeping that conversation open so I think it depends on how we actually, our, our own definition of what prayer is and maybe what we've been taught at church or from other people, mm -hmm. what, you know, what prayer is Do you. And I've heard from people too, like, you got to get serious and you got to, and I've heard a lot of people pray out loud and I'm like, this is an amazing prayer. Like, <laughs> I I am, <laughs> I, I do not pray this way. I can't believe this. This guy has a true gifting of prayer, you know, and you, and then some, and that's kind of a trap too, because I think that's dangerous to then try to strive for that. When I would rather just come to God how I am and stutter over my words, or you know, not say it perfectly, because I believe our God is way bigger than the perfect prayer or the perfect way I can describe it or say it. So. I mean, I'll, I'll just tell this one story. Shay, Shay had this friend that he was like this amazing prayer. And <laughs> like, she goes, oh, you got to meet him. He's a really cool guy. So we got together and he goes, oh, let me pray. Let me pray. And I was like, okay. And the whole time I was like, this is, this is an amazing prayer. <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, like this guy, you know, I'm starting to think this guy has a better relationship with Jesus than I will ever have. And, you know, you just start going through your mind of all this stuff about the, how this guy's praying and talking to God. And I asked God right then, and I said, hey, how can I, you know, this is amazing. How do I, how do I get this? <laughs> and I hear clear as day, he will never know you like, like you know me. 
Yeah, he'll never know me like yeah, you know. Th- yeah, thank you. Yep. So yet again, I stutter over my words. So right there, I was like, oh. And I thought to myself, because I come to him raw, I do not come to him in this big showboaty way. And not saying that guy's prayer was a showboat thing. I don't know the guy's heart. But the way I was looking at, the way I was impressed by him, you know, that's dangerous for me because it's like, no, God's like, just stop all that. Just come to me how you are, Noah. That's what I want. And so I think when Shay and I were talking about it um, a while ago, and she was kind of, you could actually tell she was beating herself up over it. And I was like, you know, because she's like, I'm a terrible Christian. I don't pray. And I'm like, well, but you still talk to God. And so I guess for me to ask you guys, what are you, what are your guys' definition of prayer? And it's kind of hard too, because you think when I think of even asking that question, I instantly go, well, prayer is like you're asking something from him. So I guess my question is, what is your guys' definition of prayer? Is it, is it kind of an open dialogue to have a relationship with him and just talking to him? Is that prayer to you or is it prayer more of a, you feel like you need to be more serious when you're talking to him and really get your point across? Well, I mean, you already kind of answered my question for me, but (laughs) I grew up in a Baptist church. It was a, it has to be quiet and your head has to be bowed and your hands have to be together. And you really are a great prayer if you use scripture and remind God of who he is in your prayer. Like that is how you really pray is when you pull from scripture and remind him of his promises and remind him of who he is, Mm. then he'll really listen. Mm. And so I kind of grew up with this idea that God was like this formal boss. He was like this formal guy. You would never like sit down with a CEO of a company and be like, what's up, bruh? <laughs> you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. it's just, you would never do that. It's hello. Nice to meet you. You know, you kind of put on your Sunday best and you, you yeah. use your right verbiage when you're speaking to God. And it's like this classier version of you. And that's exhausting to me to Mm -hmm. try to be somebody else and to try to be somebody else in a prayer when he sees me all day long. And then for me to like put on my best act to talk to him (laughs) kind of just felt really inauthentic to me of like, you see me all day long. It's not like I'm hiding unless I say dear Jesus or heavenly father, whatever you, you say when you pray, it's not like then he finally turns towards you. Like he sees everything. And so I felt really inauthentic to all of a sudden be like, dear God, you know, and, and use this verbiage that I don't use day to day. So then when, when I brought it up to you, I felt like I was a bad Christian, but really I was the most authentic version of my relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I know I said this in probably a bazillion other podcasts, um, but it was something that really changed things for me was I was actually speaking to my mother-in-law, Betty, and um, just kind of telling her the same thing. This is when we had little kids and I was exhausted and you're running a home and finances are tight and babies aren't sleeping and your marriage is crumbling because the babies aren't sleeping. And, and I said, I don't have time for God. 
I'm exhausted. And she said, Shay, if at the end of the day, all you can say is amen, that's all you can do. Mm. And it was so freeing to me in that conversation. And then in the many conversations that we've had of like, prayer doesn't have an outline. It doesn't have, you don't have to have a specific place in in this, in a specific way that you speak with specific verbiage. God just wants all of you. And he wants to hear from you, the good, the bad, the ugly, however you talk. And that was just so freeing to me because again, it was another one of those dropping my religious past moments of, I don't have to be a certain anybody in order for God to talk to me or to listen to me. Mm. Not saying he answers all the things. I told Noah yesterday, I said, God has more things to worry about than me. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm not saying like I talk to God all the time and I like get an answer and, and all these things, but I still talk to God, even though it feels imperfect. Mm. So what do you think, Steve? I think my internet froze for a minute. Oh (laughs) yeah, I think it did, but you're good. But but I did hear you. Uh, So um so you don't have to be perfect or talk perfect you can just be you yeah and and uh you can just be the uh, i really liked what you said jay you can be the authentic version of you Mm. and and your relationship with jesus Mm -hmm. and you and 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 it makes sense that you know like you don't have to put on an act the the one person in the whole universe we don't have to put it on and act for mm-hmm. is God, right? And, so nice because yeah. we have it's to pretty on, freeing. There's so many times we have to like what we talk about is like being on, right? You have to be on for so many people. A guest comes over to your house, you have to be on, or you know, you go on a coffee date with somebody and. It just you have to just be on all the time. You yeah. have to be in parenting mode and marriage mode and friend mode and employee mode. And you have all these different scenarios that you have to be on. And God is like the one thing in your life that you can turn it all off and just be 100% you because he made you you just as you are, mm-hmm. which is so nice because it's just one less thing that you have to do. <laughs> Yeah. And I like it too. I mean, just even last night I was, I had an allergic reaction to something I ate and I was in a lot of pain, sweating. I thought at one point I thought for sure I was going to pass out from it, but anyways, yeah, it was bad, but it was, it was one of those times too, where it's, it's kind of weird for me because I'll be in so much pain and I'll, I'll sometimes ask God, Hey, will you at least dial it down a little bit like (laughs) if you don't have to take it away fully but you know can you just dial it down sometimes he does sometimes he doesn't right and last night he didn't and so I felt like it was kind of weird in my own mind because I was like I have a choice right now I can either be really angry at him and say why are you allowing me to be in this pain why are you doing this and just basically throw a fit but instead, and I could have easily done that. Trust me, I've done it before. But instead, I just said, okay, I'm coming you in excruciating pain. Let's just talk about life. 
And that's what I did. And did the pain go away? No, it lasted till I think about three in the morning when it finally lifted, which awesome. I'm glad it went away. But it was one of those things where it's just like Shay was saying it, you just come as you are. And here I am broken. I'm in pain. I I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable, but I'm going to come to you and I'm not even going to talk to you about the pain. I'm going to talk to you about just life. Talk to you about the kids, talk to you about my marriage, talk to you about my friends and how maybe I'm not a good friend and how, you know, you just go through all this stuff. And to me, that is very, a, a very special time with me and God when I'm in pain, but I could easily do it the other way. I know that. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say I'm better than anybody else. I have a question that's kind of on that realm, but also switching gears a little bit. Still yeah. about prayer. So, you know, when you're in pain and you're like, okay, listen, this sucks, this hurts, mm-hmm. but I'm going to talk about life. I'm just going to deal with this pain, but like, I want to get closer to you without praying for you to take the pain away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what about when somebody comes to you and mm-hmm. is like, I'm in pain, pray for this pain to get taken away. I need this pain mm-hmm. taken away. What do you do? I know what I've always done. Well, maybe not always, but definitely the last probably 30 years of my life is I say, yes, I'll pray for you. But I instantly just say, God, you know what this person needs. You know what this person needs to have in their life, what not to have in their life, whatever it got, whatever you need to keep in their life to bring them to you. That's my prayer. And so I've done it before where people are calling me and say, oh, I really need this prayer. And I said, well, I will pray for you, but you're not going to, you might not like my prayer mm-hmm. because my prayer is God's will be done in your life. I, I, I have no business for me to pray something out of your life. And this is, this is just on me. This is how I feel about it. Probably wrong. Who knows? But I always just like to say, God, I trust you for this person mm-hmm. and then be done with it. And, and it is a really hard thing to do. And of course, you know how God, I'm just going to go into a story. I hope you guys don't mind, but you know, God has always taught me in life. He's always taught me ways. He's always shown me things and usually I have to go through them. So I've always done this. Thy will be done. Your will be done. However you want to say it. And it's like, okay, will you do it if it's your own child? And I'll just tell this story. Our oldest now, I think she was, how old was she at the time? Second grade. Second grade. So I don't so know. eight. So eight years old, she gets her tonsils taken out. They say it's like a 1% chance that she'll start bleeding, you know, in turn. Yeah, any complications. So that night she starts looking weird, a little gray. So we said, well, we better just take her in. She's not feeling right. So we took her in and we have two children's hospitals where we live. There's one that's like really far away and they like do the major. That's where we were trying to go. Yeah, that's where we we're trying to go. And there's one that's close to us. Well, we we're driving 
And Shay was going to try to make it to the far one away. And I just said, uh, I don't feel like we need to do that. Take it, take, let's go to the close get one. Get her to a doctor. Let's get her to a doctor. So we get there and it's a little busy and there's a pretty long line. Shay's waiting in line and I'm holding Emily and she just, she just leans over and doesn't really like make the noise of warning. Yeah. Warning here. <laughs> doesn't really make the noise of vomiting just opens her mouth and blood just starts spewing out just so much blood and so I picked her up and I said I need somebody now and this nurse like far away is like this way because he saw it happen yeah and so I just run past the grabber they're all working on her and they say okay we got a what do they call it flight for, flight life. for life and because she's bleeding out. So her tonsils basically what opened up and yeah, it was right where a vein was. And so the vein was bleeding and she was just swallowing blood and your body can't process that. So it came back up. Yeah. Which is another cool thing that God makes our body not to be able to digest blood. So you actually know when you're actually bleeding out because you, yeah, it comes out. So anyways, another cool thing that God does for us. So they said, well, there's no, there's no uh, room on the, on the uh, helicopter. So you guys, and the doctor looked right at us and said, if I were you, I would try to get there before she goes into surgery. Cause this is not looking good. So, you know, Shay's, I'm like trying to hold it together. <laughs> Shay's crying because, you know, it's the second time I've been through. Yeah. The second time, yeah when she was born, she was born really sick. So um, brought up all the PTSD for me. Yeah. So <laughs> I just told Shay, and we had to get gas. So I just told Shay, I said, get in the car. You can cry all you want. I'm going to get us there. And it was probably a good 40 minutes away. Yeah. Right. On a normal day. On a normal day. Yeah. <laughs> so I fill up the tank. I jump in the car and I start taking off. And I'm, I'm telling you, I just said, God, clear the roads for me because I'm going to make it there before they bring her into surgery. So I am flying. I told Shay, I said, hey, if a cop puts on his lights, we just call 911 and say they can arrest me once I. Well, the hospital said if if a cop comes, call 911, tell them you're on their way to yeah. the children's hospital because your baby got a flight for life. Yeah, you know, and they'll like, help you out. Yeah. They'll actually pull in front of you. So we were going very fast. Yeah, it was probably going as fast as this car will go. And we made it. I mean, thank you, Jesus. We made it there, made it safe. No traffic. No traffic. Yeah, it was crazy. So we make it there and she we get to see her. We get to tell her we love her and stuff. And then uh, then she goes back. And there were other people there and they were, you know, they were sitting there like, oh, you know, kind of praying and stuff like that. And I just really felt like I need to get away from everybody. So I walked away and, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty torn up right now. So <laughs> um, I walk away and I just kneel down right by this chair. And it kind of just clued in on me. Can you say it, Noah? Can you say thy will be done instead of saying, God, heal her, please heal her. If you heal her, I'll do this, this and that. If you do this, I promise you all this and that. And this all was going on in my mind. And I just said, God, thy will be done. You know what we need in our life. If it's <laughs> if it's to have her with us, great. If it's not, great. We I fully trust you what you are going to do in our life. And I just left it at that. I know Shay was a little mad at me afterwards because she's like, I had to go praying for that.
I can't believe he prayed that way. And I said, yeah, but I really do have to trust him. We have to trust him 100% here. And, you know, it worked out. It, she just turned 15. She's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is okay. And, but it is funny how God, you know, I, I've done it so many times for other people. And it's like, okay, Noah, will you do it now for me when it's your own child? And anybody who's listening to this who are parents, you know, you'll do everything you possibly can for your child to keep them safe, to protect mm -hmm. them. You know, you'll do anything. So, but also knowing that they're fully gods is actually mm -hmm. a really hard thing to understand. Yeah. Because we tend, and this is a whole other podcast that we could do, but we tend to idolize our kids and we tend to idolize our marriages and we love them, but it also becomes this, they're mine and mm -hmm. I can't live without them. And they're safe when really they're just, they're just another piece of God's story on this earth but that's a whole other podcast, but you know, it's just, it's hard to say those prayers for your kids or for your lover. I mean, I know it was hard for you to say that when Steve got cancer, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you had to, you did it. I remember you praying for Steve in the same way. And that was hard for you because you love Steve so much. And it's just, it's one of those things of like, it's hard when it comes to you, but also to me is one of the most authentic prayers that you can pray because so many times, even like when Emily was sick the first time or when she was sick the second time, or who knows, she's having surgery again in May. So we'll see what we'll this see. one yeah. is. Um, but it's just one of those things of like, it's it's God being like, are you going to come with all of you? Or are you going to tell me what to do? Yeah. Or are you going to promise gonna me something me you can never, not? never fulfill? So, yeah. So anyway. Well, that's a moving story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't yeah, ever get through talk it. About, but... Yeah, thanks for sharing your hearts, your big hearts, and, and your love for God and love for Emily. Yeah. It's really beautiful. She's a great kid. I'm glad she uh, is still here with us. Yeah. So, so, I've, so I've, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, as I hear you share that story, it, you know, like the thought popped into my mind was like well is is saying like god your will be done uh is that kind of like thinking well, of course god's will is going to be bad right mm. yeah and, and he's going to do not what i want mm. Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of maybe for some of us christians uh it's kind of shows you know how we really think about god mm -hmm. right that i that i couldn't pray god your will be done because i know it's not going to be good yeah you know? yeah you're gonna you're gonna punish me you're gonna take my kid you're um, uh, you're gonna leave me in debt mm -hmm. you're not gonna let me get to the hospital before i and and i'll see my daughter one last yeah. time yeah uh does am i missing a boat there or is that kind of what we're thinking no i don't think you're missing the boat there i think that's what we i think it's i think it's one of those things where it is really hard to trust i think it's hard to trust god a lot of the times because we've seen we've had people we've lost people right we've we've gone through hard times steve's had cancer you know we didn't know what that was going to do i didn't know if in a year we were going to be able to see each other again, you know, and that's hard to, 
because it is up to him. And, you know, and that's the hard part is like really trusting him. What he has for us is the best because sometimes I don't feel that way. I know I, I didn't feel that way when he uh, allowed my dad to die. I know I didn't uh, feel that way for a while. You know, you really feel like, Hey, you really, uh, you really don't care about me. Well, saying thy will be done allows you to trust God, but that doesn't guarantee that the outcome is going to be something you're happy about. Yeah. You know, like I can sit there and say, okay, God, your will be done. Buckle up because this could be good (laughs) or it could be what I think is bad, like whatever it is, but it's a trust that God has a plan for you and that he's got you and that he knows what's best for you, even if it sucks, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that you're holier. It doesn't mean that you're more favored by God. It doesn't mean that the outcome is going to be what you're wanting. And that's the hard part about prayer, but that's the hard part about walking with God as a whole. There's still going to be stuff that happens that sucks. You could be the best prayer, check all the boxes, go to church every Sunday, read the whole Bible, take theology courses, never, you know, never sin. You could be, I mean, this inhuman person, which obviously that human doesn't exist, but you could do all of the things and check all the boxes and bad stuff's still going to happen. Mm -hmm. You're still going to hit hard times. So it's not like saying... Thy will be done just like changes everything and like makes you a better person. It really just like for me almost takes the pressure off of me. And I know Betty and I talked about this recently where, you know, when someone, I pray for people all the time, but I never tell them. I never will tell you if I'm praying for you. Because if I say I'm praying for your marriage to have reconciliation and your marriage has reconciliation, you're going to put Shay prayed for me and then there was reconciliation. I never want to be a piece of the puzzle of God's work in your life. Mm -hmm. So I will never tell you if I'm praying for you. And I, I feel that this is going to sound so crummy, but someone, you know, when they come to you and they're like, well, you pray for this and pray for that. And I really need this specific prayer. I'll say, yeah, okay, but I don't do it. I say, okay, God, your will be done in their life. How can I love them and support them through that? Because that is my job is to point you to Christ and love you and support you in this life, not to make sure that my prayers are answered in your life. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like thy will be done takes the pressure off of me because I never want to be the stepping stone to God's work in your life. Mm -hmm. I just want to love and support you with God, with what God is doing. Yeah. You don't want to become someone else's God. No, I yeah. don't No, I don't want the focus. So even, you know, I pray for people all the time. I'm just not going to say it. I thought, you, I thought you were a lousy Christian and didn't pray. <laughs> well, you know, I turned a new leaf this year. <laughs> when, no. you were, when you were talking, when you were sharing that, Jay, I thought of the uh, the um, passage where Jesus, uh, you know, was in the garden and um, he knew what was going to happen. And he, and, and maybe this is what we're really saying is uh, like, like with Emily, you could say, you know, uh, I'd really love for Emily to be healed. 
like mm -hmm. on the helicopter on the way to children's hospital mm -hmm. or going into surgery uh guide the doctors and stop the bleeding that's what i drew that's what i want most and then jesus said uh but not my will mm -hmm. but your will but your will be done mm -hmm. so in a way that really does kind of let us off the hook is this is what i'd really like mm -hmm. yeah and, yeah. But I'm willing to submit my likes to what you guys said. And so can I just read back to you what you guys said about like a, a prayer, what, what prayer yeah. is? And so these are these are notes I took down about what you how you described prayer. First, talking a lot to God. I like that. <laughs> first, first, coming to God just as I am. Um. Yeah. First, when I come to him, just raw. Mm -hmm. mm. uh, it's not having to impress him or anybody. It's an open dialogue. I don't have to be, you know, classy or have put on my Sunday best or an act with God. It's authentic. Uh, it's bringing my uh, coming to him as an authentic version of my relationship with Jesus. Um, it doesn't have to be in any kind of outline or form. Uh, he wants to hear from me. So it's just coming. It's coming to him just like I am. Uh, and uh, it's coming to him. I can talk about things. Even if I'm in pain, I can just talk to him. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's kind of submitting my will to his and saying, not my will be done. This is what I'd really like. Mm -hmm. but, but not but it's not about me it's about you and uh your will be done mm -hmm. is that right yeah yeah and i just want to reiterate if if having a a formal conversation with god is where you are at in your relationship with god there's nothing wrong with that mm. there is nothing wrong with going to God in a more formal way or making sure you're having a quiet time on your knees with your hands clasped. Like there's nothing, as long as you are talking to God, there's nothing wrong with that. We were just wanting to talk about our prayer life and how that has evolved. So if you're listening and you're like, well, I don't talk to God in a, in, in that kind of casual way. This is the way that I've always had a relationship with God. We all have our own journeys with God and we all have our own relationships with God. And so if you're at a great place in your relationship with God and your prayer life, keep doing that. I don't want to discourage people and be like, oh, Shay said that, you know, people who use the Bible in prayer, they're just too much for her. So I need to stop doing that. Like, no, do what you feel is right with your relationship with God. And that's the beauty of having a relationship with God is we all get to do it in a way that God has us on our own path for. And so I just want to reiterate that if you're a slacker like me, just talk to God. <laughs> but if you prefer a more formal conversation, do that too. And I like, Steve, that you talked about how, you know, you can still bring, I mean, I bring desires to God all the time. Everybody knows there's a neighborhood up the way. <laughs> And I, I drive through there and I'm like, hey, God, this will never happen. But God, this this neighborhood is pretty amazing. And he's like, yeah, go back home. But 
I still bring those things as big and silly and outlandish as they are because I have a relationship with him. I can talk to him about anything as crazy as it is. Um, and that's okay. It's okay to still bring desires and, and funny, goofy things or anger or sadness. I mean, he's, he's a big God that can handle all of our things. So I don't want you to think at home, you can just be like, well, thy will be done. I don't need to tell you about that neighborhood up the road. So anyway. Yeah. And I think our God is big enough to hear us no matter what mm -hmm. I think is the, the point is you don't have to come with a script or anything like that. You can come just raw or you can come, or if you really want to, you can come with a script. He'll still yeah. hear you. Yeah. You know, I think that's the point of this is we have a, just such a huge and loving God that hears us no matter what. I remember this happened many, many, many years ago, but somebody called me one time and goes, Hey, I'm coming to Colorado to, um, to learn how to pray. Yeah. I said, well, what are you, what are you talking about? And he's like, Oh, it's a, it's this big uh, conference and they're going to teach us how to pray and how God will listen to you with this prayer. I thought, I said, you know, if, if my God is someone who <laughs> I can't just come to him and just pray just the way I talk, mm -hmm. I, I, I guess I shouldn't be following him. If I have to actually go to a class and learn how to pray to him, and that's the only way he's going to hear me. I don't think this is the same God that I've, I've known. So let's just say I didn't go to the class, but <laughs> I think it is crazy how us Christians can, I over guess, complicate. overcomplicate, yes, the simpleness of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if a child can go to Jesus, I don't see why I can't the way I am. So that's my that was my little rant. Love it. <laughs> so beautiful. Well, that's great. Well, you guys have uh, you've you've gone through a lot and uh, learned to walk with God through it all and continue to do so. Uh, it's exciting to talk about prayer and learn about your experience and and in a sense see like you guys have both been saying that uh, He's a loving, accepting God who. He kind of meets us on our own terms where we're at. Mm -hmm. He's willing to hear us and listen. Yeah. No matter, no matter how we want to interact, he's he's w willing and able to be there. Yeah. Absolutely. Any, any last thoughts before we close out? I guess my last thought would be you can even come to him screaming at him. I've done that before. Like, I would rather have someone go and scream to God and yell at him and call him names than not speak to him. I mean, I think it's, he's got big shoulders. He can handle it. And just know that he's not going to kill you if you do that. <laughs> I am still here. And I've done that more than once. Gone to him and was very upset about something. And um, definitely called him a lot of names. And he just... It just, I honestly, to me, it seems like it grew our relationship even more. He's so, definitely great at conflict, is he? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's very, uh, I think he understands us humans more than we'd like to admit. Yeah. It's and he's okay with us throwing fits at him. Do you have any other last words? Well, I think my closing argument <laughs> would be, 
if you're feeling stuck, if you're like, I have no idea how to pray. I don't know who this God guy is. It's been a long time. Maybe you haven't prayed in a long time because you've, you know, taken a detour or you've been angry or whatever. Life gets busy, whatever it is. If you're just feeling like you don't know how to start, just start. Hi, God. Mm -hmm. Hope your day is going great. You know, something so simple because like Noah always says, God just wants to hear from you. Just wants to hear from you. Just like a buddy having coffee, mm -hmm. right? Just even if you have to visualize that in your head, like you're sitting at Starbucks with your BFF, what would you talk about? What would you say? And just make it that simple. It doesn't have to be this profound, you know, scholar-like conversation, mm -hmm. but just start. Because anytime I'm feeling down or depression is taking over or anything like that, I can get so lost in all of that and forget that all I have to do is just say hello. Mm. So yeah. just start. Just start. Great. Great reminder. Yeah. Steve, you got anything to end it with? No, I you got think you guys have uh, hit the nail on the head. I love everything that you've been saying. Beautiful. Well, thanks for being here with us. Yeah, thanks for being here with us. Thank you to the listeners. Um, and like we said, if you guys want to check out that booklet, it's on abidinglife.com. Check out the Facebook page. Yeah, then Lies We Wear. It's it's a fun little thing. To, like Steve said, it is fun to go through it with yourself if you don't want to do it with someone else. But yeah, it's a fun Super thing. helpful too. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a helpful thing. So thank you, Steve. Thank you, Shay. Thank you to the listeners. We'll see you next week. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening in. If you enjoyed the message today, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss any new releases. For more information about Abiding Life Ministries, visit abidinglife.com.